What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and happy hump day. It's Wednesday, May 26th, and the Eagles had day two of their 2021 modified OTAs earlier today. Javon Hargrave, Anthony Harris, Rodney McLeod, Greg Ward, and Darius Slay spoke with the Philly media and are at the podium with the presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I'm your host, Rachel Prevett, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. If you haven't peeped already, Darius Slay had the most memorable presser out of all of the players this afternoon. He was absolutely hilarious. I love the playful and goofy energy overall. A lot of times we see these guys and they're being super professional and polished when they speak to the media. And sometimes you just want to see them in their natural elements. Sometimes you just want to see them being themselves. And he definitely did that. He kind of took it over the top, but we love it. You can actually head over to the BGN Twitter and the BGN Instagram account to see a short snippet of his presser for a laugh that you did not know that you needed. But before the break, you'll hear from Javon Hargrave and Anthony Harris and Rodney McLeod. And after the break, you'll hear from Greg Ward. And of course, they save the best for last, Darius Slay. Take it away, fellas. Hey, Javon, uh, I just wanted to ask you, um, last year you were saying that you really didn't get to know your teammates that well because of the uh, all the stuff that was virtual. I'm just wondering now how it's going. I mean, you're actually, you know, getting a chance to meet some guys. How does that feel? Yeah, it, it, it feels back to normal a little bit. Just, uh, you know, being in the locker room, actually getting to talk to everybody and, um, you know, just really just learning, like you said, just learning everybody and learning all the new players that done came in. It just feels back normal a little bit in terms of that. We'll go to Dave Zangaro next. Hey, Javon, what was your reaction when uh, the Eagles drafted Milton in the third round and what have you learned about him so far? Man, I love the pick. Um, like I said, he, he's very gifted. Um, he got a motor and honestly, he, he can really come in and help us. Um, but right now, I just see from him is just he's just eager to learn. And like I say, you can tell he can move and um, rush the passer and run. So but right now, it's just, you know, I'm just impressed uh, with some of his abilities. And I think he's just going to fit in great with us. Everyone kind of talks about his athleticism. Have you seen that yet? I know you guys haven't done much, but have you seen it yet? I mean, of course, you can see it just by how guys move, um, you know, like we out there doing bags and stuff like that, just by the way he moving and getting around bags you, or just getting off the ball, you can, it just, it shows for itself by just in his movements. We'll go to John and then Zach Berman. Hey, Javon. Um, second year for you here and, and second system change of the coaching staff. So 
go back to Pittsburgh, that's three different systems in, in three seasons. How, how difficult is that for you? I mean, it's not really difficult at all. Uh, like you say, football is my job, so that's something uh, I'm just eager to, you know, pick up on and just learn. It's just it's even better that we got a chance to come in here and just, you know, practice it a little bit before we get into camp or like last year, me just going in the game and trying to learn it. But it's just it's been pretty good this year to um, get in a new system and being able to learn it right now. Are, are there many differences? Uh, uh, a lot of similarities. How would you describe it? I mean, I think it's a little different and it's a little similar, too. Um, but at the end of the day is. It's football, so it's beating your block and winning your one-on-ones and getting to the ball. So it's it got its own, you know, different techniques and stuff like that. But it's still it's still football. Go ahead, Zach, and then Martin. Hey, Javon, nice to see you again. Uh, speaking of of that, I I know sacks aren't always an indication of pass rush production, but in your case, what's it going to take to get more pass rush production in terms of bringing down the quarterback? I mean, winning quicker, um, you know, winning my one-on-ones matchup quicker and, you know, just, I mean, just getting better every week. Um, you know, everybody want to have sacks, so it's just some of the little things I can fix in my game to help me improve on that number. But like you say, just watch the film and see if see who's a good rusher and who's not, so. Martin and then Mike K. Hey, Javon. Last year obviously was was kind of a difficult one. I mean, not only because of um, you know you joining a new team, but you know not being able to like you know be in the building a lot with with the other guys and everything. Like, how far do you, how far back do you think that set you early on? And and do you feel like as the season went along, you, you you got better? And is that something you can carry into this season? I mean, of course, I got out to a slow start with uh, my injury. I think that kind of delayed some of the the growth process of me just getting in here and just being with my teammates and just learning the system or just learning new techniques. Um, but like I say, I'm just yeah, that was really last year. So this year, I'm just focused on just being even better than I was last year and try to get off to a good start and just keep the momentum building. Go ahead, Mike, and then Les. Hey, Jalen. Uh, last year, you complimented Jalen Hurts when he kind of took over his personality and, and everything. Um, how has is, how is Jalen Hurts kind of taken charge of uh, the team since kind of since you guys came back uh, for the offseason program? And, and what do you see differently about him since he's come back and, and been in that position from the jump? I mean, Jalen just a natural born leader. So I think it's just really natural for him just to, you know, kind of lead the guys. But we haven't really done too much of anything yet. Um, we just been doing drills and stuff. So mostly I've been with the D-line and the defense. So I really haven't been able to see what they're doing over there on the offensive side. Well, let me follow up on that. Uh, we haven't met Tracy Rocker yet. What does he bring to the table? What, what do you like about his approach to coaching? I mean, Tracy, Tracy. I always heard of Tracy, uh, just what he did in college. Uh, uh, everybody told me about him, how legendary he was in college. So when you got a player, a per, a coach who really them being through them trenches, especially playing defensive line, is uh, it's just a lot, a lot, a lot more help. Not saying that it's bad not to play, but it's just a lot more help because uh, he can tell you some of the stuff that he did and um, how he got through some of the things uh, we got to get through.
as a player. Go ahead, Les. Hey, John. So you guys uh, reached sort of a compromise with the coaches about the way spring work would be conducted. There won't be a, a mandatory mini camp, things like that. As a veteran, how do you feel about having the, the work be a little lighter uh, in the off season now? Um, is that a good thing for you, Javon Hargrave? Or, you know, uh, how do you see it? Uh, do you think there's enough, uh, you know, full team work and stuff like that in, in training camp that, you know, that all gets taken care of? I mean, it's, um, it's the off season, so I think it's pretty great. Honestly, I uh, love the new way. Um, it's a lot more for us just to learn during this period of time instead of just going out there and trying to kill each other like we do in camp. Uh, so it's just helping, I guess, helping a lot of guys stay up and, you know, being ready, being able to compete in camp and fight for jobs when it's when it's that time. Okay, thank you. We'll go to Dave Zangaro next. How much did you learn about uh, playing next to Fletcher last year? And even with the, the scheme change and some different things, how much of that will carry over? I mean, I learned a lot uh, with Fletch. Uh, like you say, Fletch played, been playing in this system for so long, so uh, that kind of helped me grow grow faster um, during the season, just being able to take some of the stuff he was telling me and, you know, just putting it into my game and helping, helping it just be a lot more smoother for me. But I don't think nothing's going to change. Um, like I said, it's football, so he's been doing it for a long time, so like, he'll be able to adjust to whatever we're doing. And all of us will be able to. Hey, Anthony, uh, we were talking a little bit to Avante yesterday. He mentioned he met you in the offseason when you signed here. I, I was curious, have any of the guys kind of come to you because you're the one, even though you're new, that has a little bit of history with, with John Gannon and, and what he wants to do? Has anyone kind of leaned on you? I mean, we just talk. We just been talking ball. So uh, me and myself, a number of guys, we've just been really just talking football, things that we like. Um, you know, working together, trying to get to know each other, and really connect as much as possible. Um, so going into this process right now, we can absorb as much as we can from the coaches and just being around each other. Go ahead, Mike, and then Ed. Anthony, on on that note, though, uh, you worked with Jonathan. Uh, or JG, I guess, uh, early in your career, and then he went to Indy. What do you think? How do you think he's grown as a coach in that time since you guys worked together early on in both your careers? I think it's just about continuing to learn, um, continuing to learn from you know your 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 players, uh, people you've worked with, um, and then just learning yourself and, and just blending all that together to try to be the best person you can be, whether that's from a player's perspective, a coach perspective. And so for me, just being around him, um, you know, taking in the coaching that he's he's been learning throughout the years, whether it's attention to details, different philosophies, and just meshing it all together and then putting your own beliefs to it. Um, it's kind of fun to see that um, after being apart for some time. Ed and then Dave. Hey, Anthony. Um, I just wanted to see if, um, you know, this is your first time being, uh, you know, not in Minnesota. Does it feel any different, you know, new guys, new surroundings? I know that some of the coaches are the same, but how different, if any, does it feel? 
Well, for me, it's exciting. Um, it's an opportunity to continue to grow, um, continuing to learn. Um, and, that, and for me, that's important is just continuing to get better each day, whether that's being a player, um, whether that's being a person out in the community. So having a chance to be in a different locker room, get to know different players, different staff, um, it's been exciting. I've been excited to come in the building each day and just learning new culture, learning how we work, and just getting to know everybody in the building in the community. Go ahead, Dave, and then Les. Anthony, what's something about uh, one of your new teammates that you've learned in the last couple of weeks? Well, I've just been being around a ton of guys and really just trying to have fun. Um, you know, being around Darius, uh, being to see the competitive he is, uh, how, how much of a, a bubbly person he is in terms of bringing energy to the room, whether that's on the field, um, in situations where we're in the locker room or out working together. Uh, he's a guy who definitely brings energy and exciting to be around. Less than the Martin. Hey, Anthony. When we talked to you uh, when you signed, uh, we talked a little bit about Jonathan Gannon, but you didn't obviously know much about what kind of defense he was going to have here. Now that you're in it, is it a lot like Minnesota's defense? Is it uh, different? Uh, you know, have you been able to help the other uh, safeties with it at all? Well, I think anytime you you go into a new situation, whether it's a new team, new coaching staff, um, you really just want to start fresh. Uh, you really want to kind of forget about everything you've learned in the past and just wanting to go out and, and do the things that they want them to get done in the way that they want them to get done. So that's been a lot of fun, um, just coming in each day with a new task on what we want to get done and how we want to get it done. Um, that's been exciting. So that's been the focus for myself. Um, a lot of guys in the locker room have just been focusing on each day attacking uh, what we have on the menu and just doing it with a good attitude and having fun out there. But is it different from what you did in Minnesota? I think once you take a look at football, I mean, you know, the concepts, um, whether that's offensive, defensively, you kind of cross paths at some point um, with just going out playing football X's and O's. So, I mean, different things have, you know, different flavors that may look a little bit different, but at the end of the day, you know, there's run plays, there's pass plays, um, there's a ton of concepts, and it's really just picking when you want to use them in which situations. Thank you. Go ahead, Martin, and then Zach. Hey, Anthony, I think when when you signed here, we were kind of asking you about, like, you know, similarities with you and, and Rodney McLeod being that, you know, you were both undrafted guys who ended up making it and everything like that. And obviously Rodney's coming off the uh, – ACL, and I was just kind of curious as to what you've seen from him so far. I mean, I know you've done like limited on-field work and everything, but just like, you know, how how he's been looking, you know, what kind of attitude he brings to the team, that type of thing. Well, knowing Rodney for a few years outside of, you know, here in Philly, um, getting an opportunity to roommate with him as a freshman in college, I've just seen him be a professional from that that moment that I met him in college till now. So, um, being undrafted, just having that underdog mentality or just, you know, you want to attack it every day, be your best and go out and, and prove that you can compete with the best and that you might be arguably one of the best at what you do. Um, that's the attitude in which he carries. So um, seeing him around the facility, his attitude is great, uh, great leadership, his work is there. Um, he's just a guy who's really just attacking the day like it's, you know, routine in terms of, you know, trying to get 1% better each day. And I think that that's the attitude um, that everyone should have, and that's the attitude that he has right now.
Go ahead, Zach, and then Damo. Hey, Anthony, uh, two questions. First off, when we spoke to you in March, Eric Wilson wasn't here yet. What does he bring to this defense? And then the second question, on a, on a lighter note, on Saturday you asked for food recommendations in Philly. Where did you end up going, and what did you think? Yeah, I mean, it's exciting to get back around Eric. Um, he's in a facility. Um, he has a ton of energy. Um, very smart player. He's a professional in terms of taking care of his body, um, being in tune with, you know, getting better each day, whether it's physically in the weight room or on the field with technique and scheme stuff. Um, so, you know, I've been telling him a little bit, getting some extra time in, stretching. Um, he's really into, you know, yoga and being in tune with his body. So, He's really just bringing that professional aspect of, you know, this is a player who comes in each day, takes care of his body, um, preps his body, gets ready for practice. He's on top of, you know, what, what we're doing for the day and how we want to get done. And then he go out and execute. And then on top of that, um, he's been he's the guy running around, swinging his arms on the field uh, with a big smile on his face. So he just brings a ton of energy and, and a ton of experience as well. We'll take two more here with Damo and Mike. Yeah, Anthony, last two, three years, this defense has not been a particularly good takeaway uh, defense. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, from talking to Alex Singleton and TJ Edwards yesterday, has said that that's something that he, he emphasized, has been emphasizing. Do uh, you think he gets a lot of that from Zimmer, and how does, how does he teach it? I mean, how do you accomplish that? I think, you know, you, you have to take a look at what wins games. Um, what categories can you get better in? Which categories can you improve to try to get X possessions, um, to try to limit points or, or give your, your offense more possessions? And, and turnovers is one of them. So uh, you look at turnovers and explosive plays. Defensively, you want to limit the explosive plays and then try to turn the ball over as much as possible. Um, the less you're on the field, uh, the less opportunities that the offense gets. So that's, that should be a focus. And in terms of how you should do that is just coaching guys up on what to look for in terms of opportunities, being in the right position to force a turnover or whether it's the right position just to get a guy on the ground um, and knowing when to do that is key. Thanks. All right, last one here with Mike. Anthony, I know we've asked you a lot about football, but I, I've noticed on your Instagram you're you're really into fashion. You're really into into your cats. Um, what got you into fashion? What do you like about about picking out like a new suit and, and going to buy a new suit? Uh, and then how was transporting the cats? How did that go? Yeah, for me, um, since a kid, I've always just been a person to appreciate art, um, whether that's in the form of fashion, um, pictures. Uh, photography, video content, all of those things have been interest to me. Um, so fashion is just one piece. Um, I, I've been kind of diving in a little bit and just, you know, appreciating other people's ideas or thoughts on creativity. Um, and it's been intriguing. So I've just been trying to expand that, whether that's in fashion, um, whether that's in, you know, content creator, whether photography or video. And as for my cats, um, I visited an animal shelter and I adopted them two years ago. And since then, they've been my furry pets. Um, traveling with them hasn't been too bad. I haven't done it too often. Um, but the times that I have, I've had to, you know, take them in and out of the bag throughout the airport in which they've, you know, given me a little bit of a fuss. But for the most part, you know, I get them in the kennel and they're pretty calm once we get on the flight. 
have you been able to check out any Philly art yet? I know where things are just opening up and, and if, if you are, are you planning to? Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, when I have some free time, uh, weekends or whatever, I'll try to get out more and check the city out. Um, last week, uh, I took some time and I rode the bike downtown a little bit, just trying to check out, you know, the different landscape and the different museums. I wasn't, um, didn't have the opportunity to go inside and check anything out, but just riding around, um, appreciating the structure of the city and then getting to know where things are has been something I've been trying to do. Hey Rod, thanks for doing this. Um, yeah. I know there's been some speculation that you might start, uh, training camp or even week one uh, on pop, but you came out with a video recently and said that your goal and your plan is to be available week one. Um, how is the progress going with the, with the, with the recovery and why are you so confident that week one will be the mark? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just uh, extremely confident uh, in the work I've been putting in. Uh, the progress has been great uh, from week to week, month to month. Uh, trusting in the trainers, um, everyone uh, from the strength staff to the medical staff as well. Um, just trusting in them and trusting in the process, really. And I think, you know, for myself, it's just a mindset, man. I, I have to put myself, uh, take myself there. Uh, that is my goal. I want to be available for my team, um, not for only eight games, but for all 17. And so uh, that is my motivation. And so for me, uh, I have, you know, all intentions on 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 being there week one. Uh, at the end of the day, you got to listen to your body and and listen to everyone, you know, around me. But uh, I am grinding around the clock to be available for my team. We'll go to Dave and then EJ. Rod, I remember last year after you suffered the injury, you, you mentioned and you kind of admitted that there was a moment where uh, you start to question your football future and all that stuff. Uh, what was it like transitioning from that to then attacking the rehab? Yeah, man, it, I did have a, a moment uh, to myself where yeah, I, I did question uh, my football career. But I, I think, you know, I was encouraged by a lot of the text messages and, and, and support that I received, you know, on social media from family, friends and, and fans, honestly. Uh, and that really reminded me of who I am and, and my character and what I stand for and, and who I'm doing it for. So uh, quickly, man, I, I uh, moved on and, and, and I just committed myself to this, to the workout um, and the rehab process, really. And so, you know, now I'm, I'm about five months out uh, feeling good and, and just going to continue to work. Um, just take it one day at a time, one week at a time. And, and, and the mindset is always just to continue to improve. Go ahead, EJ, and then Jamie. Hey, Rodney, I wanted to ask you a non-football question, actually. Um, last or Yesterday marked uh, one year since George, Flo George Floyd was murdered. Um, I wanted to just kind of ask you, as one of the team leaders and one of the more active people on the team, um, what your memories are from the last year as far as the response to his death went, um, and, you know, what you think of the change that's happened in that time. Yeah, I mean, we all uh, – yesterday was uh, a reminder – of uh, an incident that was that was tragic uh, to, to us all that we witnessed and, you know, uh, continue to, to pray for uh, the Floyd family. Uh, you know, they lost a loved one that uh, they no longer can uh, see, uh, share memories with, uh, share holidays with. Uh, and, and so uh, my respect goes out to them. But, you know, I think that that woke uh, America up uh, in a sense in a time where, 
we were hit with this pandemic and and now we uh, saw this uh, horrific event take place. And it really, uh, I think, uh, sparked kind of a a fight in a lot of people, um, created a lot of uncomfortable conversations. And I think, you know, trending in the right direction when it comes to change. You know, you've seen a lot of people get involved. You've seen, you know, the NFL take a huge stance. You've seen the NBA, uh, I mean, all across sports, man. And that's the one thing that brings people together and, and, and that uh, – draws a lot of attention and has some of the largest platforms, man. So, you know, for, for us or for guys like myself, we just have to be continue to be committed to the work, uh, knowing that that did spark, but that didn't finish anything. And we have to continue to um, be as committed as, as we once were uh, a year ago, right? Uh, have that same sense of urgency uh, and be action-driven, uh, most importantly. So, you know, I, I know for myself and my family and our foundation, you know, we'll continue to you know, fight the fight, um, you know, and as the season comes along, I know as an organization, uh, we will continue to uh, live out the message that we set uh, last year and 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 just try to um, move, move the needle forward in some way. Go ahead, Jamie, and then John. Uh, Rodney, I know last year was obviously a tough one for you, and, and I was curious your thoughts on the way everything went down, um, losing, you know, the coaching staff, and, and with that, being in the building with a new coaching staff, did that kind of re-energize you at this stage in your career, kind of starting fresh and having to start everything new with, with this whole new group? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I had a lot of respect for everybody, all the coaching staff and, and everyone who, who was a part of uh, my career here in Philadelphia over the past, you know, five years. Extremely grateful in the memories that we share. But, you know, now you have to flip the page. Uh, there's a uh, there's a new uh, group in town and there's a new sense of energy uh, and I love it and everything that, you know, Coach Sirianni is bringing to the table and his staff uh, from an energy standpoint uh, to a football IQ and, and teaching us about the game. Uh, that's something that we stress each and every day and, and something that will uh, help us win a lot of games this year. So, yeah, uh, you talk about a guy like myself who's in year 10, man, and and this injury uh, was motivation enough, but now having this new staff and new energy and, and really uh, I look at it as a, as an audition uh, all over again, right? I, I have to prove myself again, which I uh, often do every single year. I, I live in that mindset, but I think uh, this helps out even, even a little bit more because uh, they don't know me. Uh, they're getting to know me, but I just want to go out there and prove myself and, and prove why uh, I am who I am. Go ahead, John, and then Martin. Hi, Rod. Um, uh, we were just talking to Anthony Harris. You guys have known each other for a long time. Have you kind of envisioned how you guys will complement each other when you're healthy? And also, I wanted to get your first impressions on JG, Jonathan Gannon, and Denard, uh, your new position coach. Yeah, so there's a lot of history uh, with uh, two out of those three guys. Uh, Anthony uh, and I played together at Virginia for one year. I was a senior, he was a freshman. Uh, so I was kind of like his, like big bro to him in a sense, uh, mentored him. And, you know, coaches told me uh, right then and there, you know, once you leave, man, he's gonna be the guy. And he proved that he had a hell of a career at Virginia. And uh, once he got his shot in the league, uh, he thrived, man, and, and shined. So, I was, uh, man, super excited when he hit me up 
uh, right before everybody got the word that he was coming. And, uh, you know, we've been building since he got here, uh, really just, uh, you know, talking ball, uh, talking about, you know, how we both would be used uh, and just, you know, looking forward to this year, man, and, and us being able to uh, put our resume out there as a, as a tandem. Uh, and, and I'm really looking forward to making big plays when it comes to Denard. Uh, he coached me at the Rams, been knowing him uh, longer than that. Uh, somebody who uh, I have a lot of respect for and, and, and honestly, I look to for a lot of guidance. Uh, but he's really big on fundamentals and technique, which I love most about him and, and is very passionate, man. And guys are responding well to him. So that's a good thing to see thus far. And then JG, same thing. A um, lot of energy, a lot of passion. Um, and you can tell and, and in his meetings uh, and how he is out on the field, very detail-driven. Uh, but, man, I, I think this is going to be a real good year for us as a defense. I'm, I'm excited what we can bring to the table, uh, and especially within his, his scheme, you know, allowing everybody to – uh, you know, utilize their skill sets. Uh, I think his his defense is crafted for guys to succeed and and um, really lock into uh, what guys do best. So uh, I'm I'm excited about everything this year and and, and you know the fact that uh, and what type of defense we can be. All right, we'll take a couple more here. So let's go to Martin, Les, and then Zach. Hey, Rodney, good to talk to you again. Um, I was kind of along the lines of what I wanted to ask you, um, but, you know, obviously, you know, it's, you guys are two years removed from, you know, Malcolm Jenkins leaving and, you know, Jalen Mills was playing the position last year. And now you got Anthony Harris and some young guys coming up. And I was just kind of wondering like your thoughts overall, you know, on the talent at, at, at safety and, and, you know, you see a guy like Kayvon, Wallace, like how much this helps him build, I guess, towards, you know, eventually taking over, you know, if possible and, you know, how much you and Anthony can kind of add to that. Yeah, man, uh, there's a lot of depth there at the safety position. Uh, a lot of uh, talented players uh, skilled in their own own way, honestly. Uh, you know, you have a guy like Anthony and I who have the most experience and can share a lot of uh, what we know about the game to a guy like Kayvon Wallace and a guy like Marcus Epps, you know, who really ha haven't had as many reps. But man, the 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 talent is there. The the uh, willingness to learn and get better. Uh, you see that. You see that from those guys. You got Andrew Adams, another guy who just won the Super Bowl, right? So he's bringing over that leadership qualities, and he's seen a lot as well. Uh, and so you see a a, a room. Uh, full of guys just uh, honestly willing to uh, out here trying to, you know, prove themselves and and get better, man. Uh, we like the group that we have. Uh, that extends out to our cornerbacks as well. Uh, you know, Darius Slay and, and Avante, and you have some younger guys over there, uh, you know, Mike Jaquette, uh, Kayvon, uh, you know, uh, the, the list kind of goes on, man. And uh, I'm 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 uh, really looking forward to building with this new group, uh, the identity that we're going to create here, uh, the memories that we're going to create, and I'm I'm saying we're going to win a lot of games this year with the secondary that we have. So uh, right now is the time that we work, we build, uh, we get familiar with one another, and then when camp comes, man, we put everything together and get ready for Atlanta the first week. Go ahead, Les. Hey, Rodney. Uh you were talking about your injury early on in the in the uh, Zoom here. Um, 
the first, I think, six years you were in the league, you missed maybe two games altogether. <laughs> uh, and then, one. yeah, it, and then three seasons, two big injuries like this. Uh, does that, does it make it hard to have the same confidence in your body and the same mental image of yourself? Uh, having gone through that twice now and, you know, are you physically what you were five years ago in terms of your knees and, and, you know, being able to function? Yeah, man. It, I, I was fortunate enough to go, yeah, like six years of my career with only missing one game. And I was very upset about the one that I missed due to a, a hamstring. I think I could have played, but they uh, held me out uh, for all good reasons. But yeah, man, it's, it's, I feel like I was just blessed and fortunate enough to not experience any of those injuries early on in my career. And now uh, I've uh, had surgeries the past three seasons and don't know why, uh, but, you know, that's the way that God wanted it to happen. And I think at the end of the day, man, this taught me a lot about myself, uh, being able to face these challenges and adversities and and build character and build that mental strength. Uh, so that's something that I can take with me uh, that's now, I think, made me a, an even better player. Uh, you know, I can say, you know, I, I've I've experienced it all in a sense, and I'm still here, but um, it just continues to motivate me, honestly. And I think, like I said, uh, God always finds little ways to motivate me each and every year, whether it's uh, an article I see or whether it's an injury or um, new coaching staff, right? There, there's always something to keep me going and keep keeps me uh, my battery charged. And so uh, I'm just focused on getting better uh, and like I said, being available for for my team this season, and and um, you know going out there to battle with these guys again. So you had the uh, two ACLs, one on each one, each one, right? Yes. Was there another surgery in there somewhere? Uh, yeah. So I had I had a shoulder, shoulder. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know nobody nobody really knew. It is what it okay. is. <laughs> that was after the 2019 season. You had that then. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Great. Thank you. Yep. All right. Last question here with Zach. Hey, Rodney. I was hoping to ask you about another new face who you have a uh, background with, Zach McPherson. What's your uh, background with the McPherson family? Well, I guess, Zach, what do you recall from him when he was a kid? And for lack of a, of a better term, does it make you feel old that Zach's your teammate now? Yeah, I do feel old because I, I told him when he first came in the locker room, I played with uh, two of his older brothers. Uh, Emmanuel McPherson and, and Jeremiah McPherson at Dematha, so I knew their their bloodline was, was long, and it was it was funny that that same morning we drafted them. I was texting them my group message back at home with some of my guys I went to school with, and I said, "Man, y'all wouldn't believe, but I think this is another McPherson." Like, and everybody knows is there like seven or eight of them, and they all look alike. They all have the same build. Uh, they all play football. And so I didn't even know there still was one more remaining. And then we pulled the trigger and get him. But, yeah, man, he he stepped into this room and, and just put his head down and, and just gone to work, honestly. Uh, he's been pretty easy. I think I'm going to make sure he knows the rules for camp, you know, bringing in them snacks and things like that. But, we, you know, we joke with him a little bit, but he, he's fitting right in. And, and yeah, so I, I made sure 
that I told him I didn't know his brothers. Uh, I think Denard actually played with one of them too. So that that shows both of our ages <laughs> right there. But uh, it, it's funny, man. I, I'm just trying to uh, continue to compete and hang with the young guys. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Greg, good to see you again. Um, good to see you too. Yeah, thanks. Hey, I was just wondering, um, I, know, I know you kind of worked some in the offseason with uh, Jalen Hurts and, and I think Devontae and, and Jalen Rager as well. Just kind of like your impressions of them going, you know, into the season, like how much you know, they can add to the team? Um, those guys had a lot of versatility, uh, a lot of explosive um, plays from the guys that we're expecting this year. Um, those guys are, are, are young and, and and ready and eager to work, you know, and and that's what you need in offense. And so like I said, those, those guys are going to be very explosive, um, very aggressive, and they're definitely going to make big plays. Go ahead, Zach, and the mic. Hey, Greg. Uh, for you personally, how has your perspective changed going from a guy trying to kind of make the team to now being a 50-catch receiver who's the veteran in the group? And then also, if I can ask a follow-up on Jalen Rager, what's the next step in his game from your perspective? Um, just for myself, um, I'm steady trying to improve every single day. Um, trying to um, just make sure I'm on my, my P's and Q's. And not only myself, but make sure everybody around me that we're all on the same page. We all need each other. Um, there's no one above the group, and we're all working together. And Jalen Rager, he's definitely going to be a big part. Um, his his next step is going to be him making big play after big play after big play. And that's what we're all expecting from him, and that's what he's going to do. Go ahead, Mike and Andamo. Greg, what stood out to you about Devontae's uh, work, Devontae Smith's work ethic, and and his overall presence in the room? Yeah, his his work ethic. He's 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 very mature. Uh, he he knows the game. He's very explosive. His work ethic is crazy. Uh, me and him stay after practice every single day, um, getting extra work and just talking about ball um, with guys like Darius Slay, and we have a lot of the receivers out there, and um, with with Jalen. So um, just a guy to come in here first round and, and just ready to work. You can just tell how hungry he is. Having played quarterback, to have a, a wide receiver who can come in at that young age and immediately kind of take a workman-like mentality, how important is that for that position as well? It's, it's, it's very important. It, it shows you that he's hungry. You know, he's, he's not satisfied with, with going first round. 
he's not satisfied with what, what, what he did in the past. He's looking forward and he's um, he has his foot on the pedal right now. And that's all we can ask for. Go ahead, Dama. Yeah, Greg, I wanted to ask you about Jalen Hurts. Uh, what impressed you the most about him in his four starts last year? And, and, and what do you think we're going to see the most uh, improvement in him uh, this, going forward this year? Um, Jalen is going to make uh, – I would say he's, he's going to open everybody's eyes. I already know what he's going to do. The team, we all know in the locker room, the, the staff, we all know what he's going to do. I don't think everybody else give him that respect that he needs, but um, he's just ready to prove himself, and that's all you need, you know. Um, he's very explosive in, in every part of the game, throwing or running. It really doesn't matter. He's definitely going to make a play, and he's, he's just a big play waiting to happen. If I could ask a follow-up on that, you mentioned that he's not getting the respect that you feel he deserves. I mean, do you think a lot of people have been uh, less than uh, impressed with him? I mean, on social media and that sort of thing? Yeah, I would say, but, you know, um, we don't really pay attention to that, that type of thing, you know. Um, every single year, I believe everybody has to to prove themselves over and over again. You know, um, what, what you did last year didn't matter. You got to continue to do the same thing. You got to get better. And um, I believe every single player has, has to take that approach. Go ahead, John, and then Les. Hey, Greg, I've uh, had to step out. Sorry if you got to ask this, but I wanted you're known for your work in the slot. Nick has made uh, a big emphasis on the receivers being interchangeable, playing all three positions. Have have you noticed an uptick in that him wanting to, to value that a little bit more? Yes, sir. Everybody is. We have to learn every single position. Uh, we got to be able to play on every part of the field, whether it's outside or inside. We've actually um, embraced that. We always talk about it, and we we just encouraging everybody just to get on one page and just just to stay focused. I had less than days. Hey, Greg. So I was talking so to somebody about the wide receiver situation the other day, and they were asking me where you fit in. Where does Greg Ward fit in? Uh, so I thought I would ask you, where does Greg Ward fit in? Wherever they want me to. <laughs> Do you? See your role is different this year than in past years. Um, the group changes. I'm the somewhat. the the oldest guy in the group. That that's that's what I see, <laughs> which is crazy because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm still young, but that's 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 about it. You know, just like I said, we all uh, just working to focus on all the positions. We all gonna play every every position. So the only thing for me is just I'm the oldest in the group now. What's it like being the oldest in the group? Do you find yourself giving a lot of advice and? Um, a lot of questions for sure. A lot of questions. Um, I'm steady asking a lot of questions. I, I asked the, the guys that just came in a, a, a lot of questions, you know, um, I always try to get everybody perspective. I'm still learning myself. So, um, it's just, we're, we're all learning each other and just trying to learn ball. Thank you. All right. We'll take one more here with Dave. Hey, Greg, with adding a player like Devontae, you already talked about his work ethic, but uh, what does it do for the overall uh, competition level uh, among the receivers? I would say um, everybody's going to up, period. You know, he, he's a very explosive, dynamic player. Um, you seen what he did at Alabama. And um, I think that's, that's just going to bring a lot of excitement and explosion to our offense. And um, – with that, every everybody just has to work, you know. 
And I would just, uh, I would take that approach every single day. It doesn't matter who's in the building. Hey, I missed you. <laughs> we'll get started here with Mike K and then Rob Mahdi. Welcome back, Slay. Uh, What's good? Obviously, you're known for your man coverage skills, but how would you feel about playing more zone uh, if, if called upon to do that? Oh, I, I really, um, I'm pretty good at what, you know, being very versatile. I could do it all. Corner, I mean, I say corner, play man, zone. What it need to be done, I can get it done. Go ahead, Rob, and then Brandon. Come on, Rob. What's up, Slay? I saw you on uh, Twitter making a, a public appeal for Julio Jones. What would it be like to uh, get Julio in Philly? In, on I mean, you know, y'all know, uh, you know, I was just uh, kind of interacting with the fans a little bit, you know, with the Julio stuff going around, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I mean, he's a talented guy, man, future Hall of Famer, man, who, you know, so uh, who wouldn't want him, you know, but, uh, you know, we just out there, you know, me, I'm just being a little clown on uh, social media a little bit. I like to have fun. Go ahead, Brandon, and then John. Hey, Slay. Uh, obviously, the NFL changed their jersey number rules this offseason. You switched from 24 to number two. Why the change? What went into that? Uh, that's my first college number. Um, I, when I went to uh, junior college, uh, Inawamu, shout out to Inawamu and the Mississippi. Uh, that's the first college number I had, man. And I always wanted to be in the two. I wanted to stay in the two for the longest time, you know, but uh, I couldn't get it at Mississippi State. So, but I uh, got a chance to get it now, so I, I got it. Go ahead, John, and then Martin. Hey, Slay. Um, what can you tell us about JG, new defensive coordinator? He's got sort of a background with cornerbacks. And uh, mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you see with the staff as a whole? I mean, they're great, man. They got a lot of energy, man. That's one thing I do know, man. Uh, they got uh, a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot of energy. You know, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving what he got bringing to the table, man. Um, smart guy. You know, uh, I've been hearing good things about him for the long run. Uh, he was over there with my coach, uh, A-Dub, uh, I had in uh, De uh, Detroit. And, you know, I heard nothing but good things about him, man. So I'm looking excited to see what he could do with uh, with this defense, you know, because we got a lot of talent, and um, we're going to put it to work. Martin and then Dave. Hi, Slay. Um, I was kind of wondering, you guys didn't really add anybody at cornerback during the offseason, and A, how you, how you feel about that, and B, like what you think about the unit in general? Oh, man, we're going to be great, man. You know, we just got to be uh, – we're going to be – coach is doing a great job right now, and the scheme he's got for us right now is putting us in a position to make plays. And um, he's going to put us in the best position we possibly can be. And, um, you know, we, uh, I believe in the guys that's in the room. Shoot, the staff do too as well. So uh, we're just looking forward, man. We're going to be competing each and every day. Me and myself included going to lead these guys, and, uh, and we're going to have to do our thing. Dave and then Zach. Hey, Slay. Uh, Greg Ward was just telling us that he'll stay after practice a lot with Devontae and uh, Devontae Smith, and you're one of the guys who's in that group a lot of times too. Uh, what have you seen from Devontae Smith, and what have those football conversations been like with the rookie? They've been great, man. Me and Greg, you know, uh, i always just been telling him, man, just uh, talking ball with him, man. You know, I'm one of the premier corners in this game, been here for a long time. I'll just, you know, give him little tips, man, because um, like I said, I want him to be the best he could possibly be, him and G. Ward. Uh, Anything they can ask me, I never hide information from them because my goal is to get them better, and their goal is to get me better. So we be out there talking good ball, man, just trying to find a way to get each other better and be great for this Eagles team. So, uh, like I said, he got a lot of upside, man. I'm looking forward to seeing both of them this year uh, do dangerous things, man. I'm, I'm very excited. Is it more him asking you questions or are you pulling him aside? Both. Uh, he'll ask questions or, shoot, um, I'll just give him a point of view. If he – 
you know, he asked me, like, Slave, if you outside leverage, what you feeling? What would make you overcommit? Or if I'm inside leverage, what would make you do this? So I'll give him all the pointers that I know and that I learned from a lot of guys that's in this league and um, to help him know, advance his game. Go ahead, Zach, and then Les. Hey, I wanted to follow up on the question from two questions ago about the cornerback group. You said you have a lot of confidence in this group. Who jumps out to you as, as far as who can play outside cornerback opposite you? Well, at this moment right now, it's like, you know, we just doing OTAs. We ain't really like, um, you know, competitive practice or nothing right now. All we're doing is just drills. So uh, everybody looking smooth and uh, comfortable in their drill work right now. Uh, so um, right now we just, you know, as in OTA work. It's not really no, you know, I won't really tell to like camp. So uh, other than that, man, everybody looking great, man. Everybody came back in shape, looking nice. We getting better each day. And uh, as a group right now, I feel we we pretty solid. The uh, newcomer in the group, the, the the draft pick, Zach McPherson, what has stood out in the drill session that you've been able to watch? Uh, quick twitch. Twitch has got, uh, got, uh, got good ball skills. Uh, he, he, he's very aggressive, man. He, he knows how to attack the ball at all in, in all kind of ways. So uh, I'm looking forward to watching him compete, you know, um, while I'm out there. So uh, I'm looking so – like I've been telling him for a long time, man, all, um, discipline is what's going to uh, make us move forward. So, you know, you be a smart, disciplined guy. He'll be a great corner in this league. Go ahead, Les, and then Damo. Hey, Slay. Um, hey, Slay. Um. So you said this this defense will put you guys in a position to make plays. Uh, do you feel like uh, it's set up better for the back end than the previous defense here was? Uh, no, I think it's set up for the whole defense, actually, you know, from, from the front end to the middle and to the back. But uh, – you know, we all got to just count off each other, man. Play off each other. It's a, it's a, it's a team. It's a team game, and I'm here to make my next player better. If I got to take on a lot of weight to make him look good, it doesn't matter. So I think a team right now, as in, we just all ready to take any kind of load to make each and one of us better. Thank you. Hey, we'll take one more here with Damo. Thank you, Damo. Kind of a follow-up to that question about putting you guys in position to make plays. You only had 19 takeaways last year, which was kind of down near the bottom. Uh, the staff is emphasizing takeaways uh, in the meetings you guys have had. I mean, do you feel pretty confident that, that number is going to go up this year? Yes, we do feel pretty confident. That's, uh, we've been preaching. Uh, a lot of us guys already been this offseason. That's all we've been talking about is being a turnover machine. So that's our main goal. You know, our main goal is for sure is to win. But overall, that's the win. But as a defense, as a whole, we, we want the ball. And, uh, and that's, what's, that's what's going to happen. All right, thanks for the time, Slay. You're so welcome. BGN. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.